Alderman Ralph Hanauer caught my eye this morning on social media sharing a video from the mayor of Orland Park talking about why he thinks this whole business of closing down indoor service at bars and restaurants is, in his words, ludicrous. And I want to talk to Alderman Hanauer about that video, but I want to start, first of all, by welcoming Alderman Ralph Hanauer back to the program. Alderman, good afternoon. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Jim. How are you? I'm doing okay, thanks. So, uh, And I want to start because you were really one of the first people at City Hall uh, fairly early on in the pandemic to say it's time to start reopening things. This was back in early May uh, when a lot of retail was still closed. Bars and restaurants were closed for indoor and outdoor uh, service at that point. It was just basically uh, carry out and, and drive through and stuff. Uh, and you said at that time, we got to get things opened back up again. Uh, and of course, eventually we did uh, get a lot of the retail back open. We got indoor bar and restaurant service back open late June. And now it's October and the numbers are, are kind of going through the roof. So uh, I'm, I'm curious, where where do you stand now uh, on this? And, and what do you think needs to happen as we're seeing these numbers start to spike again? Well, one of the reasons why I shared the day, the, the video on uh, on uh, my on Facebook was that the, the mayor actually had some very good points. Why, you know, are they are they keeping uh, the tracing data that shows? Show me the data that that says that bars and restaurants. What what's the percentage of people? Uh, you know, I, I agree. You can you can use data and 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 you can use data to and manipulate it to however you want. But show us the raw data that tells us what percentage these these uh, cases are coming from. I think that I think that from my perspective. You can't lump long-term care facilities in with with other businesses. It, we know that long-term care facilities, when they have exposures, they there's more uh, people that um, that are on um, that that get are positive than uh, from there than uh, the than other businesses. Well, let, let me do this then. I, I was going to ask you a couple other questions first, but but let's go ahead since you brought up the video and the points in it. Uh, I, we can't play the whole thing; it's about seven minutes long. But I've got several clips from this video that I want to play and get your reaction to each of the individual points here. Uh, again, this is the uh, mayor of Orland Park, Keith Picaw, uh talking about his concerns over how and why the state's made this decision in most parts of the state and potential very soon here uh, for the Sangamon County area to close down indoor dining. So I, I want to start with the, the several of these clips. Uh, here's the, the first clip talking about now in their area, it's not just the, the positivity uh, rate of 8%, but that they've had a steady increases in positivity and hospitalizations. But here's what he had to say about the positivity rate. The metric the governor is using instead is seven days of positivity rate increases. As I have said numerous times, this is easily manipulated by who you test, how often you test, and the amount of tests you report. Do you think the data is being manipulated somehow? Well, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's manipulated, but if uh, if let's say um, a long-term care facility that does testing every day, they don't they don't report their tests for a couple of days. Um, you know, you're you're going to it's going to be skewed. And uh, I just want to make but that sure doesn't seem to be the case as to what's happening right now in Sangamon County. I mean, we did have a couple of outbreaks earlier in the month, but we set records just this past weekend. We nearly set another record today. Uh, and there's no it, indication it, that it's uh, related to long term care facilities. 
But if but if if a long term care facility has a, a, a large number of negatives, okay, and they have not reported those, then it, it those negatives are going to bring down our numbers of positive on the positivity percentage. And I think that there has been cases where the from what I understand uh, from some um, long term care facilities have have. Uh, for some reason, you know, for, failed, forgot to uh, turn in their their numbers to the they, county. They forgot to they, turn in their know. numbers. Yeah, I mean, how that's do you what forget I've, I've to heard. turn in your numbers on on testing? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you what I what well, I've heard. I, I know, but I mean that I, I I have a hard time believing that a long term care facility with an outbreak forgets to turn in their test well, results. It, it, but they may not have an outbreak, but they're still testing, and they're te- they they have a lot of negative tests. This isn't just about the positives. The number of tests you do, if you if you have more negative tests than you do positive, it brings down the positivity rate. Right. Well, right, but the positivity rate isn't down; it's up right now. Uh, so right, but it, that could be adjusted if 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 people haven't been turning in their numbers for some reason. Uh, you know, these these that they're doing their own testing. Those that would drive the positivity rate up if they don't turn in their negative numbers. Well, but they're not. They're, those tests aren't being counted at all. So that the positivity. Well, why rate, aren't they? They're, but, if, but I guess. If but, if those well, tests again, are, we don't if know that it's happening. Part of the gym, but we don't. But, if they're, but, Jim, but we're talking if, about if the rate of the tests. We're talking about the rate of the tests that are in fact counted, though, and those are tests being done all across the community, and it shows the positivity rate is is growing. Do you think those numbers are being manipulated? I, I have no idea. Let me let me play another clip here uh, from the mayor from Orland Park. The governor continues to move the goalposts. This is about control and power and not about science and data. His restrictions targeting restaurants are capricious. Do you think the governor just wants control and power rather than stopping the spread of the virus? I think that he wants, I I somewhat agree with the mayor of Orland Park. I feel like the goalposts gets moved. Um, I think that uh, from my perspective, Uh, Let me me ask you about that, because these metrics about additional mitigations have been in place since June. Uh, Well, I think in that video, they said that when when we were allowed to open, it was 20 percent. And now once they open, they're saying 8 percent will close everything down. But they said that in June, when we open these back up for indoor dining, if we have this sustained positivity rate, 8% or above, then the mitigations get put in place. That hasn't changed in months. So where does the moving the goalposts come in? Well, okay, they let us open up if it was 20%, 20% right? I I, well, I don't remember, it, I don't remember it, being drop it down? 20% in June, but I'll, I'll take your, your word for that. But again, there, the governor says he's basing this upon what public health experts are telling him. And I, I guess I'm just asking again. Is the My, governor just simply looking for control here, or do you think this is a good faith effort to try to slow the spread of the virus? I don't. I don't think that closing down bars and restaurants are is going to do anything to close to to slow the virus down. Let, let me let me play. Why a, can you? Why why can you? Why okay? You can't go into a bar or restaurant, but you can go into Walmart. You can go into big uh, to the big box store, but only you're, you're not spending. And you can go two, in you're and not spend spending as much time as you want. You can, but no, most people are not spending two hours sitting in one place in Walmart without a mask on. You have you have to have your mask off in the bar and the restaurant, and you, and you're sitting there for hours potentially. That, well, again, I mean, that's not I the same see thing, the is data. it? I'm, 
What I want to see is the data that proves that those are where the problems are. Let me play another clip. Here, it's no on, it's on, it, what's on that point? Let me play this clip. To this point, the governor has yet to show any data that supports shutting down restaurants or targeting the businesses that he has. We have not seen evidence that the mitigation is necessary since indoor dining reopened on June 26, 2020. The recent rise in cases did not occur until four full months later, which indicates that the rise in cases have nothing to do with restaurant openings, or we would have seen those increases four months ago. Now, uh, first of all, we did see an increase in cases uh, within two weeks after we reopened bars and restaurants at the end of June. The numbers started going up in early July. And then they started going up even more sharply in October when the weather got colder, which meant dining outdoors was less viable. You don't see any chance of a correlation there at all? No, I, I, I still don't think that, that closing down just bars and restaurants is, is, the, is the answer. But, but that's not you my, know, que- that's not my question, to, though. But hold also- a minute. Hang on a second. That's not my question. My question is, do you not see a correlation there between the increase in cases starting in early July and then spiking in October and and indoor bar and restaurant service. You don't think that there's any correlation at all? I don't think so, no. I don't what, think what so. Do you, what do you think is causing it then? Well, I, I think people are getting together and, and, you know, people are getting together one way or another, I, not necessarily at bars and restaurants, people's houses and everything else. And and uh, I think people are getting getting laxed on um, quite frankly, I think it's more the hand washing and the, um, uh, you know, and cleaning surfaces and that. Um, when I go out, I see a lot of people. People wear their masks. They, I think Springfield's been very good at with people wearing their masks. Not, where, where not in bars and restaurants. They're not. They, they well, can't. You eat. have to eat. You, right. you can't, but, but, you can't but eat with a mask on. Jim. Of course, isn't that the point? I, I mean, yes, people are wearing masks in stores. Well, but, a lot of them are, but, but you can't do that in a bar and a restaurant. But they're not the only place that they're we're getting positives from. I'm, that's my point. Show me the data. Well, let me. I'm pl- saying, show me the data. Let me, the let raw me play data. You, let me play you the last clip here from from the mayor of Orland Park. It shows that 1.4% of the cases in DuPage County are from restaurants. And a whopping 77% of cases are from long-term care, skilled nursing, and assisted living facilities. Now, first of all, he's citing data from DuPage County that goes all the way back to March when bars and restaurants were closed. So that's going to skew the numbers a little bit. But it says 77% of cases come from long-term care facilities. That those cases, though, didn't originate there. They were brought in from the outside. People coming in who were infected and then sickening people in a congregate setting who then, of course, it, it spreads like that. So I'm, I'm not sure what that stat is is intended to prove. Well, it's still it show me the data that that is coming from the bars and restaurants. I, I, I get back to that. That's that was my biggest point on this. Show me the data. And well, we don't have, and, and they haven't been collecting the data, and well, I they, don't understand they, why they haven't. But the the governor's office has has released data showing that when they do contact tracing and they talk to people who've tested positive, the most common thing those people say about an activity what that they've engaged in is indoor bar and restaurant. Uh, where's service. Where's that data? Where's it, that data? It was released by the governor's office uh, two weeks ago. Let, I I have I have not seen that data. I, I mean, I'll be happy to forward it to you, but I, I'm just saying again, and, and that doesn't mean that that's, they can say specifically that's where they contracted it because most people can't say specifically where they were infected, you know. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It, it is the most common thing cited by people 
uh, as an activity they'd been engaged in in the days leading up to their positive test. Let, let me ask well, you. Well, and here's here's the other thing, Jim. Here's the other thing that, as an alderman, we have to look at too. If if he shuts down bars and restaurants, the Illinois Restaurant Association says, and I've talked to quite a few that are that are in trouble right now, that the current bars and restaurants that are that are still open, even comp- with the, all the southern about between 25 and 35 percent of the of the bars and restaurants will close down. Those are mom and pop shops, and they 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 have quite a you know. Then you get into the whole unemployment factor. You know what's you start shutting down. Why why shut down one business when you can't tell me that the big box stores or some of these others don't get don't cause infection as well. Should bars and, and, and restaurants they, defy the governor's order if, if that's imposed here in, in Sangamon County in Region 3? Should they just say, forget it, uh, we're I not would, closing? I'm, I'm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. But that's, that's you know, they have to look at their books and figure out what's, what they're going to do. I mean, peop, you're talking about people's livelihoods. And, it's, you know, it, it's, it's no different than, than, you know, shutting down any, any business and, and the unemployment. And the way the unemployment's been working, we've seen how that's, that works for the state. It's been a disaster. You know, trying to navigate that has been an absolute disaster for people. And, you know, but we have lots of bar, you know, bar, restaurant, waitresses, um, bartenders and that, that in this town. And what it's going to do to the economy and, and to the people is, is, is almost worse than, than getting the virus. If we uh, we can't definitively show that bars and restaurants are a major source of this, I mean, again, there's there's data that shows a correlation there. Uh, but if we can't, what do we do differently to try to slow this down? How do we get this thing under control? I don't know. I mean, I, I just think, you know, my concern is we – you know, I think people are doing the best, you know, doing a good job. I, th- I do think that, you know, they are getting together more in, in social um, outings. And, uh, you know, I think that in a way they've kind of let their guard down a little bit. I think we we have to, you know, try to get people to, to you know, I think what this will do more than anything is, is get people to, to kind of wake up and realize that we, you know, we have to, uh, you know, watch ourselves a little better. But you know, you got flu season coming up. You got, you know, like he he talked about the the, the mayor talked about the different, um, uh, inf, you know, different sicknesses that that uh, go into the hospitals and their their COVID like symptoms, but they're they're you know flu and and you know other what sinus infections, rhinovirus or whatever it's called. I don't know how many people you are going know, so, to the hospital for sinus infections, but, uh, you no, know, but I mean, rhinovirus and all that, well, you know, the, the, the real bad stuff. But, but I think that, I think that we have to, you know, we have to get people to wake up and realize that, you know, now that we are in winter time, we're going to see, I, I, I think if you ask anybody, they fully expect it to see, you know, a rise in, in cases, um, when people are are forced indoors, I, I you know I, I I would imagine just like with flu season coming, we're going to see more of that. Um, you yourself and, tested positive for this back in August. Um, are you feeling any lingering effects? Everything still you, you good now, and everybody's okay? 
No, I'm just as cranky as always. <laughs> uh, you know, um, no, I, every, my wife is, 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 uh, doing very well and, um, no, no lingering effects. We've, Good. we've, uh, we've gotten along with it, you know, very well. And, right. uh, you know, we're blessed. I, I know people that have had, that have had a very tough go with it. Uh, I do know people who's lost their, their parents, you know, due to this. Um, a lot of it, you know, was, uh, mitigating, um, or, you know, you know the comorbidities, and they had other, you know, other conditions. Right. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Listen, Alder, um, I'm out of know, time so here. We, I'm, I'm finish up real quick because I'm almost out of time. Sorry. Yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, we were fortunate, but no, we're doing well. I appreciate it. Alderman Ralph Hanauer, we appreciate your time. Thanks very much for taking the time here this afternoon.